this week on the Bamcast. Nice try, cheese dick. One side, we're out. All right, welcome to the Bamcast. Hey, hey Bamcast. Bamcast. Episode 283. Woo! Number, number. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, so I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every wonderful episode of the Bamcast is we go and we watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie. Come in here and talk about it for the first half. And we rate them. Good bad movies. Enjoyable bad movies. They get one to five jocks and robot jocks. Robot jocks! Robot jocks. Robot jocks. Robot jocks. And the bad, bad movies doesn't stay away. They get a negative sliding scale, one to five bags, and some douchebags after Twilight. Boo, yeah. that movie's not Boo. like Twilight. So, <laughs> um, every once in a while, we like to kind of come back around to a movie that is fairly readily available. Because, you know, we, we do some obscure movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, we decided to do 1990's Side Out, which, side note, is currently available on Hulu+. Plus. So if you have that, you can yeah. stream it for free, commercial free. And apparently you can rent it on Amazon as well. There you go. So yeah. you can get this movie. It, it is viewable by... In by, high definition. In high definition. Yes. All the viewable. P's we were able to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All D's. Yeah, D's too. We were able to see some D's. Well, there yeah. were some D's. Yeah. Hey, how about a, uh, a very quick plot summary about Side Out? All right. A law student comes to California for the summer and ends up playing professional volleyball. <laughs> <laughs> That is a summary of yeah, the things that happened. That sums it up. That happened. Yeah. yeah. Huh. <laughs> that's kind of like the, oh, Marvel movies end with a big fight at the end. Yeah. Plot synopsis mm-hmm. type thing. It's pretty good. But hey, but yeah, this, that is this, what happens this in that movie. This law student that comes to California, that's C. Thomas Howell. Yep. It is. Mm-hmm. Soul Man. Uh-huh. Yeah. And Bamcast alum. I, I believe he is. I don't know which, for what. He was in that, that shitty parking garage movie we watched. <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> shitty parking garage movie. Are you sure? Yep. Parking garage movie? Yeah. Are you sure? I think so. What's a parking garage movie? That, that shitty... Oh, what was it called? I don't remember a parking garage. One word titled... Garage. <laughs> sure? Park. I think so. <laughs> Are you Car park. sure? I'm not positive. Let's move on. Anyway. Are you sure? No! <laughs> I am not. Was it Avalanche? No, it was not Avalanche. Was it Nurse? No. Did we watch Red Dawn and I don't remember it? I No, you would remember that. I, t- I would totally remember that. Yeah. Anyway. I think you're wrong. Um, he gets mentored yeah. to become this professional volleyball player by Peter Horton. Horton. Mm-hmm. From what, 30-something? What yes, 30-something. Ever do? And Children of the Corn. Sure. 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 And meanwhile, along the way, uh, meets up with Courtney Thorne. Cross. He was in Cross. Cross? Cross. Oh, Tons, oh was yeah. Cross? Yes. Oh, uh, the 90210 guy? Why is that a parking garage movie? It, the whole thing was like filmed in a parking garage. Okay. Yeah. But his his special lady friend from the movie is Courtney Thorne Smith from yeah. the Okay. So, yeah. 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 Anyway. Not a Banff Castle. No, I don't think so. No. She's but pretty. Yeah. However... His boss in this movie is a Banff Castle. Oh, right. Yes. Yeah. He was fucking Bernie. He was moving. Bernie's. <laughs> moving like Bernie. Yes. And Uncle Max. <laughs> Which is funny because this movie opens and I was like, I'm getting a serious Weekend at Bernie's vibe. Mm-hmm. Like hardcore because it's just, you know, kind of music like, you know, just <laughs> yeah. wacky, wacky LA arriving music. Just 
everything is like what yeah remember that that question we had yeah that question we had a few weeks ago about movies that are 90s as fuck this movie 90s as fuck yeah yeah it's great everything's neon and all the music is yeah paul abdul straight up is on the soundtrack Mm -hmm. yeah that's all you need to know yeah and to be 52 songs yeah to be 52 yes to be or to be not 52 that is the soundtrack to be yeah but he lands he gets off the plane and his buddy wiley i guess is picking him up i don't think they're buddies nope he's just he's stealing cab fares from the from the cab drivers right yeah he has a hearse that he slapped a taxi sign on top of like you do but his normal job, other than stealing fare at the airport, is to drive people around to see dead celebrities. Because mm-hmm. everyone in L.A. has too many, like, you know, maps of the stars and celebrity tours. And he was like, I need to think of something new. So I bought a hearse and I take people on a dead celebrity tour. Yeah. And I have spooky music in the cab. And it adds to the advance. But yeah, he's just literally there. He's like, hey, guy. Hey, your limo's here. And he's like, limo? Who who are you? Because Steve Thomas Howe was landed and is like he's lost his claim tickets or something. And is getting harassed at the door with his bags, and he just shows up and is like, "Hey guy, come on, whoop!" and just <laughs> you know does his '80s cool guy get him out of the situation by just kind of being an yeah. asshole. Yep, and uh, just like weighs off the cop that's like, "Hey, you shouldn't be here too," and because it's '80s slash early '90s, it's just like, "Oh, you guys." Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're white. You can do whatever you want. Get out of here, you crazy guys. Yeah. And they do. Yeah. They drive off. Yeah, and he tells, basically tells the whole story I just told. Um, mm-hmm. And then drops him off at his uncle's house. Well, we, we don't really know this yet. I think he just... Does he say he's going to see his uncle or he's... Yeah, he's... he's, he's take me to my family's house. Yeah, he's going... Yeah. He's he's like, I'm from uh, Milwaukee and I I, know, I play basketball because he's wearing like a Letterman jacket and... Guy's like, oh, you play for the Bucks? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah I play for the Bucks. Play for the Bucks. He's like, cool. All right, well, and so yeah, they pull up at like you know the the gated mansion and call on the intercom, and he gets the whole tour. And, and at this point in the movie, we <laughs> for like five ten minutes straight because of the soundtrack and the way this we were introduced. It's just like <laughs> everything he sees, we're like, what? <laughs> A swimming pool? <laughs> yep. Yeah, because the, the he's movie, never seen these. The movie just in Milwaukee. Yeah, it's total fish out of water. Yeah, just like the, the sun is out. What? what? Boing. You know, because yeah. <laughs> yeah, everything he sees is like boing. Yeah. What an intercom. A maid. What? Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that goes on forever. And then but yeah, we, but we it, made it go like, on as, even as um um Wiley is leaving with the hearse. They're immediately best friends. He's just like, hey, I'll see you later. And if I see you first, all right, talk to you later. So, you know. <laughs> yes. Pew like, pew. Yeah, they're just like. <laughs> Yeah, they're going to be like best friends for no particular reason. It's so this. weird how that friendship happens. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and because uh, he's the only guy he knows. Yeah, so aside from his uncle, the 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 maid that's there is like, all right, here's your room. Make yourself comfortable, but be up at eight o'clock because someone's going to take you to work. Don't mm-hmm. be late. Mm-hmm. So it's like cut to next day, and he's in a suit and going to work. And this is when we meet Bernie, his uncle mm-hmm. Max, the uh, the lawyer, and he's just like, kid, I was just like you, starry eyed, you know, yeah, ready to take on the world. You know, here's what I do. I do real estate law. But Max is uh, one of another one of the boring moments is because he has a his uh, assistant is uh, Kathy Ireland. Yeah, that's yeah. a boring moment. All right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Honest to God, boring. Absolutely. Man. 
But yeah, she's just like, you know, he's he sees her and he's just like, what? Boom. Yeah, like, That's your assistant? <laughs> right. And he's just like, ah, I like you. I was just like you. You know, I'm going to uh, basically pay, he turns him into a process server. Yeah. He's just like, I, you know, I'm going to give you a leg up, a start in the biz. Here, take these, you know, they're not official subpoenas, but they're no. more like, you know, messages from the, the owners of these properties of like to deadbeat renters. Yeah. It's like one step before being evicted. Right. It's like, here you go. But yeah, he goes out and, you know, Bernie tosses him the keys to a Mercedes, which again is still, he's just like, what? Company car, and it's a Mercedes. <laughs> yeah. So he's just immediately, he's like in this life. He's like living like a rich guy, you know. Yeah. Just sharp a, suit. Sharp suit. Driving yeah, around. Driving around. But like, they, they, they could have done a, a really interesting thing here because like the music's still playing. It's like, it's all still like just before Seinfeld, like poppy, like. You know, dare, 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 dare. Well, it's a song. I forget who it's by. It was called The Good Life. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there's a bit of irony going on there. Right. But that's what I'm saying. They could have done something very interesting with this that they didn't bother to because it's this movie. is like, <laughs> he's all like, fuck yeah. You know, I've got a Mercedes. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. going to be a lawyer. This is awesome. I'm, I'm in LA. And like, he stops at the first place and it's like, it, it's what looks to be a single mom whose like husband has run out. And of course, they're mm-hmm. behind on the rent and she kicks him out and it's like, then the she song literally kick, spits on. Yeah, she spits on him and like kicks him out, and like the song kicks back up, and it's like well, this is just getting weird. Like it should have like slowly down tempoed the song mm-hmm. every visit until he was just getting beat down because like one time he goes and like old lady like stereotypical old lady chases him out with a broom and like throws a shoe at him, and then the next one it's like I don't know probably we don't ever see the guy. It's it's supposed to be like this like seven foot tall mm-hmm. behemoth who like points a shotgun down at him. Right. Yeah. And you know it's just like all these terrible things, and just by the end of the day he's like. Just kind of beat down. Well, yeah. no one willingly accepts that kind of information. Right. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and eventually he gets to he has to serve Peter Horton, who right. is uh, Zach Barnes. Zach, Zach Barnes. Barnes. And he goes to the house, and there's some chick who's getting dressed. She's like, "Oh, Zach, he's already at the club." Stewardess. Yes. Yeah. Flight attendant. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Right. They were still called stewardess. Yeah, I believe she's. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. We're going. Stewardess. We're going uh, time specific. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yes. But yeah, she's like, oh well, he he's gone. You'll find him at the at the club. Yep. So he's at go the there. Club. So he goes there and you know asks at the front desk and like, oh, Zach's over there. So he meets up with Peter Horton, who also has somebody else calling from the lobby, going, "Hey, where's my money? Just bookie. Yeah, Meet give me, me my money." <laughs> and so he does this fun little scam where <laughs> he says, "All right, meet me out by the by the lifeguard stand, and I'll, I'll get you your money." And then C. Thomas Howell comes up to him and goes, "Hey." I'm looking for Zach Barnes. Where is he? And he's like, oh, he's uh, I don't know where he is, man. I don't know. And he's like, well, somebody told me you're Zach Barnes. He's like, no, no, not me. Nah. He's like, <laughs> is, how that, about nah. this? Is, that, is, that, is that guy Barnes. in trouble? Is yeah. He, he's a bit of a Yeah, what's up. he done? Yeah. And then see Thomas Howell's all busy. He's like, it's personal matter. Yeah. And but so he Zach Barnes pages himself and says to go meet by the lifeguard stand mm-hmm. so that you see the other guy walking there. And C. Thomas Howell tries to serve him the papers, like the whole eviction notice deal. And this guy, like, doesn't even say, hey, I'm not Zach Barnes or anything. Just yeah. rips the briefcase out of his hand and chucks it into the ocean. He's like, fuck you and everything you're doing here. Yeah. <laughs> now, bookies, apparently, <laughs> there's a pecking order here. And bookies, are, bookies yep. are above intern lawyers. Yep. And just chucks his briefcase into the ocean. Yeah. And he goes, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. But that's when he turns and sees Courtney Thorne Smith coming out of the mm-hmm. ocean, uh, you know, in a weird wetsuit thing. It's a like, fine like wetsuit. One of the vest deals. It's barely a wetsuit. It's yeah. kind of just various pieces of things strapped together mm-hmm. to 
barely cover her. But yeah, and he's basically like, hey, can you help me out? Yeah. My She's like, oh, nice wetsuit. <laughs> well, I do like the, the joke that comes up later. He's like, he sees her again, like later, like next scene almost practically. And, he, and he's like, hey, wetsuit. And she's like, hey, lawsuit. Yeah. <laughs> ah, boy. What? what? I don't know. Just, uh, a waitress. No, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I don't know. He, yeah, he gets this. Oh, oh, he. Um, but he basically, yeah, he gets his stuff back, and oh, he's like, he's like sulkingly walking down the street, and that's when he runs into um, Wiley. Wiley. Yeah, he's just like, hey guys, you know, <laughs> hey guy, why hey. don't we play? Why don't we play some? Subscribe volleyball? to my YouTube channel, you guy. Play, you want to play volleyball? Let's play volleyball. He's like, look at these guys. They'll, they'll give us a game, and yeah, and he's just like, yeah, come on, let's play. Like he's wearing a, a suit, right? And he's also working. He is working, but mm. he's just like, yeah, all right, I'll. Take he he my basically tie takes off. everything off except for his pants. Yeah. And it's like, I'm going to, you know, go play volleyball in <laughs> mm-hmm. his suit pants. Yeah. And, he, you know, he's constantly, like, diving into the grounds. He's just covered well, yeah, in well, sand. The thing is, they're playing Rolo, mm-hmm. the king of beach volleyball. Yeah. The current king. Yes. The reigning he, king. Yeah, the reigning king of beach volleyball. Rolo, like, the best player on the beach. Right. And king Wiley's just like, hey, you've played basketball, yeah. right? Yeah. That's, Let's play some volleyball. You like sports. Yeah. <laughs> right. and he's like, and he actually like to the point he has to explain the rules of volleyball to C. Thomas Howell before they can start. Well, mm-hmm. C. Thomas Howell says he's played some six man volleyball, which means he's okay. played in a gym. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that means. But this is two man beach volleyball. Yeah. It's different. Is that three then, on each side or six? No, six people on each side. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. Well, that's. Have so you ever seen. People. It's indoor volleyball. It's crazy. It seems like too many people. Haven't you watched? You, they the have Olympics? a bigger court. All right. Sure, yeah, I'll watch some Olympics, man. Yeah, uh, uh, Olympics. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's only like it's okay. <laughs> it's only is, is it next year? Or is, is it? I think so. Three years away. I don't know. Yes. You're gonna have another I don't one. Follow the Olympics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they have one every just, five or six years. I've just heard of them. Yes. But yeah, I, I, so they proceed to get their asses completely kicked. As they should. Guys. And yeah. then he eventually looks at his watch and goes, oh, shit, it's six, six o'clock. o'clock. Yeah. I got to get back to the office. Yeah. Something sort of came up. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he tries to spin Bernie a nice long story about how, oh, well, like I jumped by these guys and they dragged me into the sand. And he's like, don't bullshit a bullshitter, kid. Yeah, but yeah. it's not that hard to believe. No, not because it. he's Bernie's fucking, wise. <laughs> but but the story is not outlandish. He's like, I tried to serve the thing and the four mm-hmm. guys jumped me and threw me in the beach. And he's like, you you're going to make a, the best lawyer because you're lying like a son of a bitch. Don't bullshit yeah. a bullshitter. Yeah. yeah. He didn't say that, but he might as well. Huh? Right. Yeah. And he's like, oh, you. <laughs> yeah. And then he fought, he caves immediately. He's like, I just, I, Sorry. I couldn't. He's I like, fine. Slate clean. Yeah. You just take this one case. This guy keeps ducking us. And of course, it's, you know, Peter Horton's guy. Right. Mm-hmm. And he's like, take this one and get it done. And he's like, all right, I'll get it to it on Monday morning. He's like, Monday? Shit, you're going to go do this right now. Right now. Mm-hmm. Go. And so, so he goes to volleyball bar. Oh my god! Does he run into the guy again? Volleybar. He runs back into Wiley again. He's like, yeah. "Oh yeah, I know where him. I know where he hangs out." Yeah. And so he goes to volleyball. Volleyball. Yes. Because yeah, the logo for this place, dude, oh, it's the best. It's just it's a big, so like, pretty amazing airbrushed beach volleyball court with a neon moving ball going back yeah, and forth. So you got like four circles yeah. that it looks like the Audi logo. Yes. Yeah. At first that's kind of what I thought it was. I was like, what's happening here? And then you put it together. It's like, oh, it's yeah. a volleyball and bar. They've painted guys volleyball. spiking on each other on yeah. either side. Mm-hmm. Where all the volleyball players hang out. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's run by Apollo Creed's trainer from the Rocky movies. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
And Courtney Thorne Smith works there because that's when she says the line. He's like, yes. oh, hey, you. Yep. Wet suit. Yep. Yeah. And she's looking like women just don't look anymore. I don't know what it was about this time period. Teased hair. I, yeah, I guess. But it's Teased just, big blonde <laughs> hair. Your hair. <laughs> but not like. We're not allowed to tease hair anymore. Oh, yeah, it's not right. polite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're not? No. Society's Leave our hair out. alone. Yeah. All right. But uh, yeah, just man, something about that look. Screams 90s. It screams she's a fine looking woman. Yeah. It's the the women that you grew up lusting after. That I is think. true. Yes. That is absolutely yeah. what it is. Because like her and this and from Kathy summer Ireland. school and Kathy Ireland. Yeah. Just. Yep. Hot. Hot ladies. <laughs> yeah. So. But anyway. Yeah. Volleyball bar. Yeah. But everyone's there. Volleyball. Rolo's there with his mm-hmm. buddy. Um, Rolo has a name like and a face like uh, a villain from like this. 50s or 60s. Yeah. Like, he's got mm-hmm. that sort of mushroomy, square haircut, and he just acts like that. He acts like the, you know, sort of Biff yeah. kind yeah. of guy. Like the captain of the football team, yeah. jerk-ass guy. Yeah. Exactly. Kind Except of. he's the captain of the volleyball but He's the thing. best volleyball player they, in the world. They bring in... All right, here, the side plot here is there is another lady in the movie um, who is, like, Peter Horton's ex-girlfriend, Kate. Yes. Mm-hmm. And she is now, like, buddy-buddy with Rolo to the point that, like, I think he basically confronts her at the bar. Is like, what, is Rolo your main man now or something like that? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, they kind of have, like, it kind of almost starts an, uh, an altercation. But we get a little bit of information that, like, he uh, he walked away from some match and cost her money. And, like, this starts to surface here. Mm-hmm. Um but anyway, like he yeah, kind of basically he owes her something. He owes her something. At least she feels he does. And he comes into the bar and is like giving the sob story to uh, Paul Creech, uh coach about how he lost at the races by like an inch or something like that. And he's like, I've been there and all this stuff. So you know, he's just this like he's just this you know gambling addicted loser guy who mm-hmm. happens to be like one of the best volleyball players. Thing. Yeah. It's not a very well fleshed out character. He's just you know. Beach He's, bum who's down on his luck, but it's pretty no much money all, it's pretty much all his own making. You kind know, of a shit bag. Yeah. So, you know, he kind of gets in her face about like, oh, are you Rolo's man now? And Rolo's like, hey, you know, leave her alone. And it, oh no, no, it doesn't even like. Well, they start, Rolo just comes they up start, and starts talking shit. They start yeah. to like kind of talk shit, and then it's like, you know, all right, whatever, break it up, you know, like, and then like he goes. Um, that's when C. Thomas Howell yeah, C. Goes Thomas up Howell, and tries to serve him. Yeah. yeah, he basically is like, you know, gives him the papers and. Peter Horn's like, you know, at this point, he's had a pretty shitty day. He's just like, fuck it, man. And he, like, grabs the papers and, like, puts them over a candle on the on the bar, turns around to um, to Rolo, who now has some kind of drink that's apparently uh, uh, just a tumbler full of 151, yeah. because he turns around and, like, puts the flaming thing on it, and it's just, like, it's fucking napalm. Yeah. Molotov cocktails. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and... Like he throws, like his his reaction is Drake is on fire. Chuck this shit mm-hmm. and throws mm-hmm. it at a table full of people. <laughs> it's, it's literally a fucking Molotov cocktail, yeah. and it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. And so like, see Thomas Howell like immediately goes running over there, like tries to swat it at his jacket. I think he yeah. takes a punch by somebody by, by Peter Horton. I think kind of maybe inadvertently. I th- no, no, I think he's no, out. He's, he's putting out the fire. Yeah, he, he puts out the fire, but he's doing it more so he can get the summons yeah, out of the he's fire. He's trying to put the summons out. Well, really. that's why I think he like handed it to him, and I think he took a punch somewhere along the way because he said something like "nice punch" later mm-hmm. in the movie. Mm-hmm. So I think he took a punch in this little like mini Donny Brook, oh. a yeah. mini Brook. But because, um, yeah, like Rolo and, and Peter Horton, you know, Zach, um, basically fight a little bit. And like 
I don't know. It's just it kind of gets broken up. It's actually quickly. a kind of realistic fight. It is because yeah. they each no get one like else, one punch yeah, in, and, and then two people grab them and hold. Yeah, them. But, no one else in the bar joins in. They're all just like, "Oh God, a fight!" Yeah. But the weird thing <laughs> about ruining this, our evening, <laughs> this whole thing is set to the B fifty twos Rome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's a very weird song for all of this to be happening to. Sure. I, I just pointing that out there. It's yeah. It's an odd one, and it plays. It makes the scene play stranger. Mm-hmm. But I guess it's like. But it's we not. Have, we have licensed music, so just keep playing it. It is not the weirdest place to no, be. Fifty two song on the soundtrack. No, it's though. not. <laughs> no, it's not. We will get to that later. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Uh, so after this, Courtney Thorne Smith comes over to him. And was like, hey, well, thanks for putting out the fire. Yeah. Meet me at two o'clock. Yeah. We'll have a drink. Yeah, because he's asking when she gets off work yeah. and. So, they, so meet, yeah. they meet in the parking so cut lot. Cut to him waiting outside by his car at two yep. in the morning. And she's like, oh, hey, you're here. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, let's uh, do stuff. Because she's like, normally when I get off work, I go scuba diving in the ocean. Yeah, I strip off all my clothes and put on one of these. And yeah. she just she kind of points to like a, a, a Suzuki Samurai or whatever in the parking <laughs> yeah. lot. And I'm like, put on what? And apparently there was a scuba tank we could <laughs> right, see yeah. real well. Yeah. And he's like, oh, scuba diving? No, I'm not doing that. Yeah. He basically is like, yeah, no, no, no. No, not, she, she's like, are you game? You want to? He's like, <laughs> no, I'm nah, not. I'm totally not no, doing that. Not, no, not doing that. And he's like, how about you come back to my house? Yeah. Uh, my friend has a pool. Yeah, friend has a pool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so she's he goes, like, oh, your friend has a pool. Why okay. should I go back to your house if your friend has a pool? Let's yeah. go to your friend's house. Yeah. And she's like, <laughs> yeah. She's like, can I trust you? And he's like, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. And she's like, are Just you sure? Lawyer. And he's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. so they go back. It's all set up for like the dumbest reason to get angry at somebody ever. It's because kind of silly. Yeah, <laughs> it is very dumb because like they go it back makes to the sense house later, but uh, kind of does it not really. It, it's her reaction is they so conflict. she overreacts. It, yes. yes, yeah. But anyway, he goes back to his uncle's house. They sit out by the pool and like she dives in. Like apparently she was wearing a, a bikini underneath this all the whole time because like it cuts away from her. He goes to like open up a champ- champagne bottle, <laughs> and, and Chuck pointed out there's like there's the greatest shot in this movie because he, he's doing the like twist the champagne cork, <laughs> and and it's like pointing directly to where we assume she's standing because yep. of previous you know geography of the scene, mm-hmm. and he basically he, he gets it to pop. He's got the cork in his hand, but but the way it pops to in her general direction, you hear a splash, and Chuck goes, "Oh, he killed her." <laughs> it's, it's perfectly timed. It's so weird. And yeah. Now they have to prop her body up and carry it around for the rest of the yes. weekend. Yes, but if they can get the right tape, then yeah, yeah. put the tape on and she'll dance. Weekend at Thorny's. <laughs> yeah, but um. No, she's she's apparently stripped down to her bikini and jumped in the pool. I think her outer outfit melted away when it hit the water. (laughs) She did have a weird like plastic window on the back of whatever she was wearing. It was a weird like clear (laughs) you can sort of see my back, but it's protected from the elements. I don't know why. It was part raincoat. It was it was so weird. Yeah. But yeah, she's she's swimming, having a great time. And and so and she's like, Are you ever gonna take that suit off? He's like, And he goes, No. 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 (laughs) Which then he starts taking his suit off. (laughs) So then he basically hops in in his boxers. Mm Mm-hmm. Swims over. They've got champagne. Yeah. And, and he, then proceeds to do the most awkward hit on this woman talk. He's like, are we going to spawn? Yeah. yeah we should be, probably <laughs> we should go over and, and spawn. spawn. Yeah. And she's like, yeah. She's like, yeah that's- it's really dumb, but he like he pulls it off somehow, I think. It Kinda, works. You know why? I, I it's probably just because he's like, ah? Yeah. <laughs> we should go up the river and he's spawn, like, ah? How bad are these lines, huh? Yeah, think, right? I don't think any I'm of it's Milwaukee. working. This is all I got. <laughs> She's just written to acknowledge anything he says positively. Mm, okay, that's, fine. That's just the way it is, because he is just being an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> that's when Uncle Max decides to come out on the balcony. He's like, hey, Monroe, is that you? He's like, 
yeah. <laughs> and she's like, oh, your friend, huh? Uh-huh. And he's like, yeah, um, okay. Well, yeah, he basically says, no, yeah, he's my uncle. Yeah. She's like, your uncle, I'm out of here. Yeah. Yeah. She's like furious. Yeah, yeah. She storms off. And she's gone. I mean, it's like they have a shot of her slamming the gate shut. Yeah. Yeah. She's out of the movie for like 10, 15 minutes. Now. Yeah. We're like, okay, it's like, well, that's, that's okay. Wow. All right. No uncles for her. Yeah. No. <laughs> you have an uncle? Fuck you. <laughs> It's you can't have any family. <laughs> I want you all to myself. You must be an orphan. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um God, I don't know. Like yeah. I think this just begins like the forty five minute montage. One of the nineteen months. Well, I'm just yeah. saying, yes. like the next forty five minutes is pretty much From this point forward, montage. they go to the Rocky Four school of filmmaking. Yeah. Which yeah. is like we're done telling story for a gonna while. Gonna need a montage because, like, he and uh, Wiley enter some shitty little tournament and like get their asses handed to him playing volleyball. Well, yeah. Well, the next time he like he meets up with Wiley that next morning, he's like, "Guess what? We need to practice." Yeah. He's like, "Practice for what?" So, he's like, "We're in the tournament. I entered yeah. us in the tournament. Yeah. It's in huh? two weeks." But they they have a training montage, and yeah. apparently it meant nothing because they did not get very much better. No, in this span of time, but they learned some of the rules of volleyball. But I think, like, <laughs> is this when they're doing straight up when they're training straight up the Paul Abdul song? Yeah, because it goes like it was. It was actually when they first tried to play against the guys. Was it yeah. the okay. first match was straight up? Okay, yeah. yeah. All right, this is well, another song. I'm just saying another licensed song. But then, like, they do this training montage to whatever song, and then they enter the tournament and they're playing. They're not playing. Um, Rolo and his partner, but they're playing two actual gold like, medal, gold medal volleyball dudes. Yeah, yeah, and that are in the movie playing themselves, I guess, or whatever. And, and one dude has the sweetest flat top he I've does. ever seen. It's <laughs> and they call him Spikes. It's pretty yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah, but um, during the scene, they're playing volleyball to the song from the Top Gun volleyball scene. Yeah. It Playing is the with Kenny, the boys by Kenny Loggins. It is yeah. the Kenny Loggins song. Yeah, and like it was like started. Was, the funny thing is, I, I described this movie. I was like, "Hey guys, you want to watch the movie? That's basically someone set, saw the Top Gun volleyball scene and said, let's make that the entire movie.' And then they put the fucking song <laughs> in the first time they're actually for real playing volleyball. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It 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 took me by like I'm sitting there listening. Did it to take like, your breath away? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, it took a while to dawn on all of us. Yeah, I'm like. This is. I know like, this has been in another movie. What? Why are they stealing some other movie's song? Because that's not that you yeah. don't do that. And but we're all like, just kind of like, are they doing this? Yeah. Is, yeah. Wait. Is, wait a minute. Yeah. Because yes. when the chorus kicks in, you're like, holy shit. I was like, that's Kenny Loggins, right? That's yeah. kind of weird. Yeah. That's actually the song, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. It totally is. But they've never had a scene of someone flexing all their muscles while no. looking at their watch. No. no. But see, Thomas Howe does spin a volleyball on his finger. He does. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's his. That's his basketball training. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, so they they're in the tournament. and They're not doing well. No. But that's when uh, Zach and his girl are there having a sort of fight discussion. Yeah. They're just like you know she's like I, business and he's like no and she's like please and he's like I'm busy and yeah. then he just barges out onto the court. Well, he gets mad at her because she says I know you need the money. Right, and he's I like, "I can How pay you dare for this, you? and I know you need the money." Yeah, he's one of those. He's his his mo is essentially be a deadbeat loser with gambling debts. Yeah, and if somebody says, "Hey, you need money," get really just just angry about it. Like, yep. "How dare you?" Yeah, "How dare you?" Yeah, <laughs> I am offended. Yeah, I am offended that you know me well enough to know that I'm a shitbag. Yeah. So his excuse is he barges out onto the court in the middle of their match, 
and is just like, I'm your coach now. Well, she's yeah. she's well, trying she to wants talk him to coach, coach some of the, somebody, of the yeah. younger teams. Yeah. Because apparently she she works for like one of the sponsorship companies. I think something. She's it's, some kind of fashion person. Because yeah, she's talking about like I'm going to put Rolo's face and name all over things and make money. She's a marketing person, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so he's just like, oh, I can't do that because I've already got some people I'm coaching. Yeah. And he walks out there and starts kind of coaching C. Thomas Howell. And, and he's like, hey, hit with your elbow through the ball Wiley, and yeah. do the thing. And they do. And he's like, yeah, that worked. Yeah. yeah. Basically, they <laughs> score like a point. He basically <laughs> prevents them from getting shut out. Yes. Like they score essentially two points, which equals one because they had to get the serve mm-hmm. back. But yeah, it's like, all right. And we still lost, but, you know, we didn't totally humiliate. Ourselves. We scored a point yeah. on the gold medal guys. Right. We figured out what to do there for half a second. Yeah. Thanks, guy. And so begin montage number two, where he's now their coach. Mm-hmm. They make some sort of deal that he he's like, I'm not saying throw out my case. But could you do me a favor and, like, misplace the paperwork because it'll delay some things? And he's mm-hmm. like, well, I can't make any promises, but we'll see what we do. He's like, good enough for me. Let's start a montage. Yeah. And they begin training <laughs> with him. That, that's an actual <laughs> quote from yeah. the movie. Good enough for me. Let's start a montage. <laughs> yeah. They begin training, and it's mostly just him kind of being, a, 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 continuing to be a shitbag, just, like, sitting back, drinking beer. He's like, run. Yeah. He's like, what do you volleyballs? Not yet. Run. You know, it's kind of like the Miyagi school of teaching of like, you mm-hmm. know, no, you don't do any karate for a while. Yep. And in fact, there's actually a, a, a reference there when they're playing against the, the uh, Olympic medal guys. He's like, well, we just do the crane kick. Ha ha. Yeah. And the crowd's it's, like, ha ha. Yeah. You guys are funny. Stay gold medal, pony boy. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I don't know. It's just it's it's weird. And I don't know. Strange references there. Yep. There's, there's a whole like w- layers of like former co-stars and mm-hmm. outsiders and whatnot. Yeah. But they begin a montage and he's basically just sitting back drinking beer, telling them to run more and run more and run more. And eventually it's like, okay, later in the montage, they're actually doing some volleyball stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this, this just goes on and on and on for a while of them like yes. learning volleyball. Volleyballing. For a while, this movie is just montage. Yeah. Movie. Just. Yeah. So skip, skip ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Uh, he meets back up with Courtney Thornsmith somewhere along the way, and they start kind of like becoming an item again. You know, yeah, she's basically stick. like, you should have told me that you were just He's a like, trust fund yeah, kid. I know. He's well, like, you're right. I probably should have. But you like me, don't you? Ah, ah. Come on, kiss my face. Ah, you. No, but that's... Is that... Later, it's stuff. later on. They don't she, actually she kiss, but he's yeah. like, he's saying more dumb things to her that she's like, oh, you. Yeah, she basically <laughs> says, I don't want to just be a summer fling. Right. Right. Yeah, because like, she just said like, you were because he's she just like dips out of that conversation. Mm-hmm. She's like, I got to go. Yeah, I'll see you. Yeah. Bye. But the, uh, somewhere along the way, like, I think, is it Rolo again? Who basically comes along and it's like, oh, you're training these guys. Good luck with that. Yeah. And why are you doing this? Why are you wasting your time? Why, are you, why aren't you just like, you know, being a degenerate shitbag still? Right. And he's like, yeah, well, they could take you. And they're like, yeah, really? Name a time and place. And he's like, all right, well, Sunday we play for money. Yeah. And uh Okay, so it's like montage some more, train some more. Mm-hmm. Sunday comes, and right before Peter Horton's like literally putting on like a shirt to go to this, <laughs> yeah, to this and meet. like picking up his bag, yeah, picking yeah. up his bag to go. The ex girlfriend marketing lady shows up, and it's mm-hmm. just like, "Hey, Peter Horton, how you doing? Like, you want a bone?" <laughs> I mean, yeah, basically, it's just like immediately she like she says like, "Hey, we need to talk about something." Yeah, yeah. And then, that, oh, she brings him a, a, a lamp, an ugly uh, rooster lamp. lamp. Yeah, yeah, chicken lamp. Chicken lamp because they had a history of buying shitty lamps at thrift Fleet. stores that or was whatever. Their, but that's their that's their thinly thing. veiled backstory. Yeah. Thing. yeah. And he's but, like, well, basically his his pickup line finally is like, 
oh, yeah, you said that. Well, she's like, oh, you said this was the ugliest lamp ever. I think this chicken lamp is. And he's like, well, actually, I think the one in the bedroom might be uglier than both of them. Mm-hmm. Wink. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah, so they bone. Now, <laughs> this is, but I'm, I'm going to get to it. Okay. This is where the other B-52 song kicks in. Yeah. I don't remember which one this was. Bone, bone, bone if fire. you want to. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yes. Bone, bone your ex-girl. Yeah. But no, this starts up bushfire. Yeah. And so so it, it's intercut. That's maybe not an appropriate song for Sexy Times. Probably. Well, no. I mean, might have uh, been. maybe not an appropriately titled song. Well, for, all right. So it cuts to like. Friction. You don't want to set it on fire. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it depends, <laughs> it depends, depends on what it. you're into. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, It cuts between like them kind of having for PG-13 having some pretty violent sex. Like. To see Thomas Howell and Wiley showing up to play volleyball and like looking at their watch going, where the fuck is he? Mm-hmm. And the, the guys tease him like, oh, yeah, he didn't show up, did he? Yeah. And then like it'll just like slam cut to literally him slamming her head against the wall, you know, in mm-hmm. this passionate lovemaking session thing. He is violently fucking her. Yeah. In every respect. Like he is trying to eat her chin off when they're kissing and. Yeah throws her into a wall, rips her clothes off, and then there's weird thrusting going on. It's uh-huh. yeah. And then just back and forth, back and forth. And yeah. all the while the song is playing, it's like, this is weird. Yeah, and the thing is, they're having a volleyball meltdown because he's not there to tell them mm-hmm. how to play volleyball, despite the fact that they have clearly learned how to play volleyball. Well, I think C. Thomas Howell has the weird like E.T. connection to Peter Horton because <laughs> C. Thomas Howell is super pissed off this whole... He's just getting angry to the point where he almost kills his partner like yeah. just shoves him out of the way into one of the the posts and breaks the guy's arm but it looked like he broke his neck yeah, yeah. it looked like this was going to be like the guys in the wheelchair we got to play for <laughs> wiley <laughs> we oh, pay no. for wiley's medical bills but i mean c thomas howell is just so pissed this entire time for something that really doesn't mean anything not yeah. to them no yeah they just be like well he didn't show up and really it's his bet so later yeah it's not they don't have to pay the bet they're just there yeah, yeah. and they're playing against the the king of the beach and the yeah. other guy <laughs> So the son of the beach. Yes. The son of the beach. Yeah. But see Thomas Howell just fury and, and Courtney Thorne Smith's there too. And she's like, dude, what the fuck's wrong with you? And yeah. he's like, are you hurt? Just get up, man, yeah. get up. And he's like, no, seriously. Like, I think you just broke my arm. I got to go to the hospital. And the, yeah. the other guy's like, man, we got to help him. And he's like, no, you get on your side and you play. <laughs> yeah. I'll take you up on myself. Yeah. And they're all just like, yeah, no, this, like, this is over. He's this, going to the hospital. And also, like, there's never any consequence to this ever because, like, as Wiley's walking away, he's just like, he's making a joke. And Courtney Thorne Smith doesn't ever take him to task for like being an asshole either. Nope. She's just like, you know, you know, maybe calm down. I, yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah, it's like you got I, kind of a dark side. Maybe yeah. I don't yeah. want to date you anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, never comes up again because you know he and Wiley make up almost mm. immediately. Yeah. Much, yeah. But well, he goes to Peter Horton's place yeah. and is like, and see, of course sees ex-girlfriend getting dressed. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, really guy? Yeah. God damn it. You know, <laughs> this he's is like, what's where important. Were you? you boning. And, yeah. and Peter Horton's like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, where were you? You couldn't tell us how to hit ball. Yeah. Now you we bad <laughs> volleyballers. Now you, you weren't there. You don't tell us do things. We done <laughs> running. Yeah. Because of you, I broke my partner's yeah, arm. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, I don't have a partner anymore. Yeah. Because I broke his fucking arm. It's like, well, you know, I got laid. What do you want me to do? I, yeah. Whatever, bro. Yeah. And and this is when he's basically just like, well, guess what? You're going to learn what it's like because you got to go to court tomorrow. Yeah. Asshole. He's like, what? You should check your mail. 
Yeah. So he yeah. was out. Yeah, because at some point, <laughs> at some point, <laughs> Bernie had come up to him and said, "Hey, yeah, man, we lost the file," which C. Thomas Howell had yeah. done his during one of the done montages. his most suspicious thing ever, <laughs> like taking the taking the file out and doing like the looking around the room, holds it up, yeah. looking side to side, yeah. <laughs> shoves it somewhere. Yeah. Else. I mean, it's got a little label sticking out, guy yeah. from thirty something. You know, it's. <laughs> But basically, it's like, you know, Kathy Ireland is very diligent and found the paperwork. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, we lost the paperwork, but mm-hmm. we refiled it. It's fantastic. Yeah. See you so in court yeah. tomorrow. Huh? <laughs> and and basically, they've said, listen, we got to get this deadbeat out of there. We got condos going up. Yeah. We're going to make baby. a lot of money. Yeah. We are going to be fucking rich. And I don't know. There's a long drawn, drawn out court scene. <laughs> I, I kind of want to skip over it. But basically, like, they've got Peter Horton dead to rights. And he's showing up in his, like, shitty, oh. you know, suit. And and he, and they're like, judge is about to like declare against him, and he's just like, "What do you got to say?" He's like, "Nothing." Money talks. Yeah, What what are my words going to mean? Anything? Yeah. And about that time, I don't know if C. Thomas has a change of heart, and he's just like, "Objection." Uh, well, <laughs> well, the reason he has a change of heart is because Bernie and the other guy, like from The Godfather, are just like. <laughs> They're like, I can taste the money already. <laughs> They're just in these condos. I'm so hard right now. They might as well just be rubbing the contracts all over their naked bodies. Yeah. <laughs> to, I mean, the to the point they're like, when the, when, the, when the judge walked in, he goes, everybody rise. I was like, too late. <laughs> <laughs> they are. These guys are fired up about fucking over yeah. Peter Horton. But then again, they got a case. Absolutely. Yeah, Peter Horton probably hasn't never paid, paid his rent. Months. Yeah. No, probably he hasn't. Ever, actually. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're probably like the day you moved in. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. like fuck that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Squatters' rights. Yeah. yeah, fuck you. But Get yeah, they totally have a case. Peter Horton is a ne- negligent dirtbag. Yep. Yeah. And but see, Thomas Howell gets them off because they need 30 days notice <laughs> to give someone like change of rent or any of that. And they get they served him on February 1st that it had to be March 1st. Yeah. Which is only 28 days. Yes. Maybe 29. Yeah. Depending yeah. on the year. And the judge is just like, well. That's the code. You're, yep. Peter Horton, you're free to go. <laughs> yep. Yes. Enjoy your house. <laughs> your free house. Yeah. And basically, Bernie's like, all right, yeah, just so you know, you're done. So you'll your never be a lawyer house. like me. Yeah. I don't want to be like you. Yeah. yeah. You'll never be like me. He's like, I don't, I don't want to be. I want to be a lawyer. Ooh. <laughs> Sick. You just got served. Yeah. yeah. But like so, the, the, basically from there... See Thomas Howell's homeless, and Peter Horton's like, "Hey man, you're homeless too. Cool. Yeah. Uh, why don't you just come with me and, yeah, and live goes, in my you free can house? Live at my place rent free." <laughs> and he goes, "You don't fucking pay rent either." <laughs> He's like, "Ah, it's gonna be like that. Ah, yeah. come on over here." <laughs> yeah, but then they're just like, so Courtney Thorne Smith comes over, and they have the sex. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, there's just there's a whole bunch of montages. Right. He yep. he goes to um, meet up with Wiley at his job at this at the cemetery, <laughs> and is basically like, "All right, I forgive you. All's forgiven." Like, yeah, I you know, gonna enter you into this big tournament, and basically Peter Horton's like, "I got a new partner for you, me." You know, we're <laughs> gonna enter this big tournament. We're it's gonna like, do what? this. You're old, and yeah. ha- you don't pay your rent. No. Yeah. <laughs> so they have to train some more, and he has to try to stop drinking beers, which he doesn't do a very good job of. And then basically, like, <laughs> jump to the end of the movie. Like, fuck, it's it's tournament time. Yeah, they yeah. train a lot. They train a lot, yeah. and things happen. And like, ladies like talking more about like ex girlfriend ladies like you know money, money, Rolo, money, right? You know. But like well, Peter well, Horton, they, the the big thing that happens in between the seventeen montages is that Peter Horton sits down, see Thomas Howell, and says, "Look, you want the truth? Okay, 
here's what happened. Yeah. And he's just basically like, I was going into this big match with my partner and the bookies were like, throw the match. And I was like, I can't do it. So I didn't play at all. Yeah. I just didn't even show up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's, yeah. that's my secret. Okay. Yeah, that's and why I like, dropped out of volleyball. Altogether. Yeah. Yeah. And she had a bunch of money riding on him being there somehow. They were going to market them. Yeah. They were going to win and she was going to market them because yep. mm-hmm. she markets things. Right. <laughs> yeah. So he basically screwed both of them over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the big, horrible secret. But she can look past it because he's still good in bed. I Rollo guess. is still just super pissed off, just like oh. this fucking guy. Yep. Um, yeah. So then it's so then it's, it's the yeah, Jose yeah. Cuervo $100,000 volleyball challenge. Hosted and they by, say that a whole $100,000 worth of times. Yeah. And, they, and you see that L.A. gear sign behind him and the yeah, Little Caesars. Bole, little Caesars. Little Caesars shows up on his table oh, a bunch of times. They eat a lot of Little Caesars. Well, Miller Genuine he Draft. Is, yeah. He is basically a deadbeat derelict. Yes. So, so Little Caesars, Little Caesars of is the pizza of choice <laughs> right. for that type of yeah, guy. Yeah. I mean, considering you get two for the price yeah, of one. Pizza, yeah. Pizza. And considering he doesn't pay for shit, which nope. means he's just <laughs> yeah. stealing people's pizzas. He's actually, yeah, probably he's just... Probably he's probably the guy who's, like, pulling out of the dumpster each yep. night. <laughs> no, he's probably, which he's, ones did they not sell? He's yeah. probably, like, hanging out outside, like, hey, guy, you gonna eat that second pizza? Yeah. <laughs> you don't really need all that you don't pizza. Need all yeah. that. Why don't you give me one? Yeah. One man can't eat all that. <laughs> Look, you got crazy bread and everything. <laughs> let me, and, and let me, just, to eat two pizzas would be crazy, bread. <laughs> just let me get a sip of that soda. Just, just one sip. Come on, man. It's hard out here. Yeah. The cups cost more than that. Yeah, come on. Just spill some for me. <laughs> yeah. I'll lick it off just the ground. Just, right, <laughs> just spill it right in my mouth. All right? Yeah. Um, but so, yeah, they, so they, all the product placement, right. and it just starts up the tournament, and they just they upset the number one seed right off the Yeah, well, because right well, he walks in all like entitled. He's like, why are we even on the on the board there? And he's like, we haven't even played a single fucking game. Yeah. Like, only the top 16 pe- seated people are on the board. Right. Like, we haven't yeah. even played yet. And he's like, oh. That's all sports work. Yeah. yeah. And they also lose like the first 10 points of their first match. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, like nothing clicks until finally someone says, hey, play volleyball. And they're like, oh, all right. Oh. <laughs> volleyball. Right. Let's volleyball. do that. And then yeah. they win. Yeah. They win. Uh, yeah. And, and then <laughs> when they start winning, the one guy starts yelling at because Wiley's just kind of standing right off the side because this is like on the side courts where nobody's watching nobody's anything. And then and then the the guy they're playing is like, get this guy out of here. And he's like, I'm from the, I'm with the press diplomatic <laughs> immunity. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, this is like the intro that we said earlier is because like, finally he gets in the guy that's been taunting them the whole game. Peter Horton's like, Hey, just block one of his spikes and and it, you'll fuck with him because he's a giant egomaniac. And like, as soon as he does, this guy starts turning and just like yelling at them. And mm-hmm. like, eventually he's just like, let's move cheese dick. Or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's, I, I, I also love that Peter Horton didn't just block that guy and make him infuriated. He waited until they were down by 10 points. And then he's like, hey, see, Thomas, hell, why don't you try that? Yeah. But yeah, yeah. it's like, yeah, you could have solved again. He could have solved his own problems, but yes. he doesn't. He just he refuses to solve his own problems. No, the whole he has, time. He's he has just to like, win late in the game. He just wants to like, lay around like eating little movie. Caesars and drinking MGD <laughs> and his life. Yep. Piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. He's just a piece of shit. Yeah, he is. Most 30-something. And he's good at volleyball. Yes, he is. And they montage their way through the tournament until it's about time for the last. Taryn from Hard Ticket to Hawaii shows up as the girl who puts the names (laughs) on the bracket, moving them forward. Yep. Title credit, Vanna. Vanna. Yep. Yes. So we get almost to the finale. Mm Mm-hmm. And yeah, basically, like they, they just montage their way through yes. everybody until the finale. It's and just then like, it's like, oh, yeah, shit, I guess we need a movie story here again. Right. And so ex-girlfriend is there and she's like, listen, 
I've got my, a shitload of money invested in Rolo. He my entire business is really hinging on Rolo winning. So how about you do me a solid? You were going to do it anyway last time. So how about you just stick to it this time and just just fuck it up? Yeah, just throw the match. Yeah. And he, he's just immediately just like, oh, God, just, you know. And see, Thomas sees them arguing is like suspecting something. He's like, mm-hmm. oh, jeez, what, what are they doing? And so then they do the introductions for the final match. And Peter Horton's just not there. Mm-hmm. And see, Thomas Howell's like, son of a bitch. Where, what, what's going on? Why is he not here? And then he just shows up triumphantly as the announcer yeah. just like ladies and gentlemen peter horton's fucking here Woo! you know <laughs> <laughs> a statement and a response that has never happened no you're right no, no, there was a brief period of time where a few people would have been like "Woo, peter horton like the mall of america <laughs> i don't know 30 something hey, little caesars was yeah. probably happy oh, yeah. they were like peter horton peter horton's eating our pizza yeah. he's, gonna, he's, he's gonna clean out our dumpster mall again. Opening ever <laughs> gonna, in 1988 he's gonna clean out our trash peter horton all that leftover pizza puppet show and yeah. peter might as well horton. call him pizza horton right yeah. pizza horrid oh uh, it's but, yeah. true yeah but so he shows up <laughs> He shows up and yeah. just sucks. Yep. Yep. And C. Thomas Howell never comes out and is like, dude, why are you throwing the match? He's but just like, hey. He says it all with his face. Yes. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. upset. His also expressive face. Yeah. Yes. He's he's sad and angry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's just looking at him like, God damn it. Come on, old man. Play yeah. volleyball. Yeah. And then there's a point where like where he comes up, he's like, Oh, I got a cramp. I yeah. can't move too much. It's like, really, guy? Wow. This is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And what is the, even the moment? Is it Rolo says something to him, or like, kind there's of. some it, moment where it's just all of a sudden he's like, "Fuck this shit." There, it's just something, Peter. It, well, it's just the culmination of everything because they're down like ten nothing. Yeah, it's embarrassing. And then see Thomas he, House is basically like, "Come on, man," and he's like, "Yeah, all right." He's, oh, he, he looks <laughs> over. He looks over at, at the X, and she's like, "Yes." And he's yes, like, continue yeah, she, to fail. Oh, she's kind of getting the same expression that mm-hmm. the that the lawyers in the courtroom. Yeah. Had. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Money. I can yeah. taste it again. But he's like, ew, money. Gross. <laughs> one of the last thing that I think is that, that C. Thomas Howell says that perks him up is he brings back this whole dumb thing where he was like barking out numbers. Oh, and right, C. Thomas yeah. Howell was supposed to say half of whatever it was. He was like, why? Why? What's the point of this? He's like, so you focus on me and not the ball. Right. You know, we got to work as symbiotic partners it's here. It's more Mr. Miyagi bullshit. Right, it is. <laughs> but he does this. He's like, you know, half of whatever I say. Right. And he's like, fuck, yeah, let's do this. Mm-hmm. And so like. Yeah. And it's funny because they look at her and she looks at him and her like giddy expression kind of drifts away. Yeah. And then they have like Apollo Creed's trainers like, yeah, man. And yeah. it's like, yeah, he's got the eye of the tiger now. Well, he's it's fucking happening. He's been there the entire time, and you could just see like his disappointment immediately. He's like, oh man, he's doing it. He's mm-hmm. he's fucking throwing yep. the match. God damn it! I hate being friends with this guy. <laughs> but, yeah, but basically, like, I think everyone does. <laughs> yes, but they were down like thirteen to nothing. Oh yeah, and they w- come back. Yes, completely. They tied up thirteen. They're down eleven nothing, but yeah, they okay. they come back. But yeah. they get they get to thirteen thirteen, and Peter Horton does this serve. It's just this fucking sky hook. <laughs> It's just, he just takes the ball and it's just like, whoop, like straight up. And the whole crowd is like, (laughs) it's that thing you do when you just want to be an asshole when you're playing volleyball. And it's like, look, I'm going to hit this 90 feet in the air and hope it lands in bounds. It's like the punt of volleyball. Yeah. 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 Because everyone's like, what the fuck? (laughs) And then, of course, it just lands between them because they're like. Oh, shit, you get it. I I don't know. Get it. So they get get one point easy. But one thing that we need we can't sell short yeah. is the number of slow motion shots yes. 
of dudes diving into the sand. <laughs> in the fucking and, sand. And yeah, and the the one like when it turns around and and Peter Horton's like, set me up, man. When yeah. he gets the eye of the tiger and he just fucking spikes it into this guy's face. <laughs> oh. And they just have the slow-mo of the ball coming in and like catching him like on the cheek and the shoulder simultaneously. And you know, when he's got that <laughs> You know, the boxer getting punched, like, yeah. thing. And his reaction is like, what are you doing, man? Yeah, well, he is. He's like, he's like, you're supposed to be throwing this Which match. Which is pretty fucking shitty, because if he knew that they were, th- he was supposed to be throwing the match, he's been taunting them yeah. mercilessly the yeah. entire fucking time. But he's like, what, you're but playing now? What the hell? Yeah, he literally said, what are you doing? Yes. What are you doing to me? Yeah, what are you, you actually- doing to me? Yeah. Which, I mean... He's got a point. Peter Horton's fucking him over again. Yes. Yeah, but not. He doesn't know. I'm just saying, if you know that he's throwing the match for you yeah. or his lady friend, mm-hmm. then don't be a dick the entire match and expect maybe this might yeah. backfire. Just, right. You know. Yeah. It's possible. But yes, they yeah. tie it up. And then like last point is, you know, dramatic. There's spikes and mm-hmm. um, like one of the points, like what's uh, his face trip C. Thomas Howell like under the net. Yeah, yeah. Like, and then like he, you know, like nobody saw it. Like they even cut to the ref. He's like, oh, I didn't see anything. Yeah, you know, <laughs> no. <laughs> and, um, yeah, but there's like cameras and stuff there. It's like you know, mm-hmm. this guy was never yeah. gonna have a career after this afternoon anyway, because it's like, hey, he's the shit bag who trips and plays dirty. <laughs> shit yeah. bag. Yeah. But anyway, um, I, I don't know. They win. They sure <laughs> do. Yes, they spike do the they? ball. Eventually, yeah. they do win. they win? They, they win. Spike, they, I think they win via side out. Perhaps. Maybe. Yeah. I think they do have serve. Yeah. And uh, they. Slow mo shots of everyone in the crowd going, Yeah. Yep. And then mm-hmm. finally they show the shot of his ex girlfriend just like oh, man. I'm a sad panda. Yeah. He fucked me over again. Again. And then like the two of them high five. Freeze frame. And fucking credits. Made out <laughs> yep. credits. That's an ending. Fuck yeah. That's a fucking ending. I mean it's Yes. Doesn't Chuck. resolve shit. It absolutely does. No, they go there. The, the announcer said they just made a hundred thousand dollars. Fifty. This movie needs 50, to go fifty apiece. This movie needs to go. No, they made fifty. So, fifty was first place. Yeah. Period. Now he can pay for a year of law school, and Peter P- Horton can maybe pay his got, rent they once each or got twice. Twenty five. In his fucking life. This movie needed an extra yeah. two minutes. Nope. <laughs> Done. No. He, Done. You know, nah. Peter Horton was just going to spend it on Little Caesars and MGD. <laughs> Come on. That's so the only place that money was going. Legit little yeah. Caesars. Yeah, he's gonna so, be like, guys, no so more much. dumpster for me. I want I'm the hot stuff. Into little Caesars, <laughs> and I'm coming yeah. out and I'm with getting, fresh pizza. I'm getting the unopened two liter this time, motherfuckers. <laughs> and I'm unopened. gonna frame that fucking receipt. Yeah. Yep. I'm walking into Little Caesars a loser, but I'm walking out a man. Mm. <laughs> yeah. See, that's yeah. what the movie needed. Yep. But yeah. Yeah. And it's over. Credits. Yep. The end. The end. Yeah. yeah. I, I wish we could have a Stargrove for it, but it just doesn't have no. that. Like it's, it's got a lot of licensed music that's incredibly dated in the best possible ways. It's wall-to-wall soundtrack, yeah. and it's all pretty good mm-hmm. for this movie. But yeah, but no Stargrove. <laughs> no. no. Well, worth a mention, good soundtrack. Oh, yeah. 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 Appropriate soundtrack. But ratings. Yep. Mm-hmm. I for once I have absolutely no idea what people are going to rate this movie. Like usually, oh, I, I, I feel like I have a pretty good barometer. I can tell you what I'm doing. Well, please tell me. Four jocks. <laughs> All right. This is this is, this is so much fun. It, it is an amazing bit of fun, and I appreciate also that they really did learn how to play volleyball because yeah. there are very few like stunt guy shots of them. Like the majority of it is actually see Thomas Howell hitting the ball and mm-hmm. doing all the stuff that you need to do to actually look like a competent volleyball player. 
I do want to say there's one shot where like they have the um like an old school metal trash can on the other side of the net, mm-hmm, and right. they're trying to teach him how to spike down into like the center of the of the whatever the area of the field yeah. court whatever. And like Peter Horton, like they've they've been fucking up, and like Peter Horton comes up and does it like perfectly the first time, yeah. at, at least in in on terms of film. But he kind of doesn't like it hits the top of the net and kind of just luckily hits the, the trash. Oh, it would have been a foul. In. Yeah. Yeah. It totally would have been a foul. But like, I'm like, they were probably just like, fuck it. Close as close as we've got. Yeah. yeah. We're yeah. done. You, you know, did like, it. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> we're losing daylight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But they, I just, I had a ton of fun with this. Sure. It's cliche in all the best ways. <laughs> and I like that Peter Horton is kind of a piece of shit to everybody. And that he wins. <laughs> yeah. So four jogs. Okay. Uh, this movie is everything that you love about the 90s. Um, right? And some of the 80s. Um, it's it's like, it, it really is that... It's the perfect 1990 that, movie. Right. You know? It's It is that spot where, where they just come together and like two... Like, like someone doing waves. cartwheels on rollerblades. Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. There's a scene of that. Oh yeah. God. Yeah. When he's first walking down the beach and just all the, just it's like the nineties are exploding behind him. People doing what you think people do at the boardwalk of just like rollerblading and flipping around and you know <laughs> juggling and shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, like, you know, like when, when two vast World quantities of, of water come together and they just, come up and make a you know a, a giant peak a majestic peak that's what this is for the 80s and 90s coming mm. together mm-hmm. um and it's it's honestly kind of actually funny which is an unusual good thing we've had a little bit of luck with that mm-hmm. um in the last several months um so i'm going to give this uh, a rousing four jocks and um i would watch this movie again and again and again and this this is your new summer movie classic, I think. Yeah, it's it's that kind of quality. Hmm. So I I, I don't want to bring the average down, but I think I will just a little bit. I I think I'm going to give it three jocks. And um, the thing is, like, I know I saw this movie way back in the day. I think most of us probably did because it was like one of those VHS things. Especially if like you know, dad ass was you know hanging out of the video store, and I could have <laughs> been allowed to rent it or whatever. Right. Um. So you know, it probably. I probably saw this at some point in time. I remember absolutely nothing about it. Or like um, absolutely nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah like it, it's it's really good. I mean, I think the only thing that's bringing it down a jocks level for me is I do feel like it's like maybe it's my cynical self now where I'm like, man, why are why are the assholes allowed to win? It's like I mean, it's not as in your face about it as like joysticks and pinball summer and stuff, but like. I think there's still just that problem I have with like antagonists like mm-hmm. winning everything. Right. But it would have been a better movie if they lost at the end. Maybe. I mean, or at least <laughs> his I, girlfriend won, yeah. and she pays for maybe. his house, and then everything's okay. Yeah, anyway. something like that. Like, or yeah, I mean, it could have been a good like with a rocky ending of like, well, you know what, we did pretty good, and it's okay. Yeah. You know, we did it honestly, but we, you know, we still lost. Yeah. I, I don't know. But they still would have gotten like second place prize money, and sure. it may have been enough to pay his back rent. Possibly, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. It's like I enjoyed it, but like it, it just it it irks me a little bit that it's like it's wall to wall antagonist kind of people, but. Mm-hmm. They're, at least they're gleeful and they're not like that early 80s like just fuck off and die <laughs> right yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'm I'm going to agree with you on the three jocks rating 
my reasons though are because there's there's just not that thing in the movie that you can point to and go fuck yes this it never really has that one moment either ironically or sincerely that it's just like something that's for us you know the 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 whole fist pump you know stand up and you know applaud this movie for doing something that we really want it to do it's all very solid i mean it's it's not terrible in any way it's it's competent for what it does it's just missing a little something just a little twist of some kind it just seems very sort of like it's good and competent it just seems very safe for most of it i just needed a little something to push it up to four or five and it, it's not there, but like you were saying, like we probably all saw this in video stores and stuff like that. I've never seen a frame of this movie before. I, I've never even heard of it. It's definitely enjoyable, and like as we said, it's on Hulu. So yeah, great. Yeah. There's a uh, there, there's one weird thing about this movie that I that I wanted to mention before we go away, and that's so it did this it did this weird nostalgia sweep thing for for that era for me. Like for one, like I I had a side out T shirt. Um, not for the movie, but for the for the clothing company, which I th- like Peter Horton is wearing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> okay. exactly. Um, and uh, Side Out used hashtags before they were cool. Really? Because yeah, yeah, part of its logo was a, a hashtag. Oh, okay. For some reason, I have no fucking idea. But so I I had the Side Out T-shirt, and um, my dad worked for a uh, liquor, wine, and beer distributor <laughs> during this time, and so we had. Every single Jose Cuervo shirt that you saw in that movie <laughs> is still in my house. Nice. Um, we had Evian paraphernalia all over everywhere mm-hmm. and Miller Genuine Draft and all sorts of the... So, like, all of the sponsors of this movie were in my house at this at this time, and except for Little Caesars, because we... You were never that desperate. You, you could afford real pizza. <laughs> yeah, my dad had a job, so yeah, we okay. did, you could afford oh, pizza. Right. We, could afford, we could afford mostly pizza instead of all... If they had had Totino's pizza in this yeah. movie, yeah. that would have been... okay. Every product that that was in my household, so it was like a, it was a very strange thing, and it's very odd also that I never saw this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but it like it flashed part of my life in front of my eyes um, <laughs> in, in, a, in charming, a good way, though. in a good yeah, way, yeah, 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 charming, not like not like a flatline during the movie, yeah, right? <laughs> Ooh, but in a, in a charming way. So that was that's just that's just one of those weird things that that movies sometimes do to you, and I was taken aback by it several times. All right. Cool. All right. Well, let's take a break, shall we? Welcome back. Hey, Bamcast. Second half. Half number two. Number two. Dose. Half. The second of three halves. Dad half. Nope. No? Second of two. Oh. Oh. What? The third of two halves. Right. Hey, <laughs> this half. Let's talk about movies. All, All right. right. What no. do you say? Okay. Let's. So I saw Ant- Ant-Man. Ant-Man. Did Ant- you? Yes. Marvel Studios, Ant-Man. I hear that a couple other people saw that movie. A few people saw that movie. How was it? Um. <sighs> <laughs> All right. Uh-oh. So, I like the movie. But... Well, good. I think... Moving on. I think I didn't like it as much as some people that I would normally 
trust their judgment on things liked it and i'm not entirely sure why um i get it i get why some people are, are saying that they really liked it i mean that's the scaled back marvel movie that we need you know because things are getting crazy now you know when you've got avengers 2 just being batshit crazy insane you know showpiece thing it's it's nice to pull back i mean that's why i liked iron man 3 i mean yeah it had the marvel ending where it mm. went crazy but it was like that's why i liked it so much um this never felt as charming as that. Like, I mean, it's good to be sure, mm-hmm. but like, it's it's weird because like, Paul Rudd is charming. I mean, he's a charming dude, but it was like he never really felt like he was playing anybody else. Like, you know, I feel like every other Marvel person has like stepped in and been like, "I'm not just me in the movie," with the exception of Robert Downey Jr. because that's exactly <laughs> what the role needed. But like. I mm-hmm. felt like everybody else was like, I'm doing a part. I'm playing somebody now. This just felt like Paul Rudd going, hey, I'm Paul Rudd. I'm in a movie. I'm a superhero now. So that's cool, right? Mm-hmm. You know, like, so he never, I never really like completely bought him. It's not like he's bad. It's just like, it was like, all right, you know, there's Paul Rudd running around a superhero movie kind of thing. So I had this like kind of like a little bit of a problem with like suspension of disbelief just because, I mean, it just kind of felt like, not a parody, but like. It felt like that indie kick-ass thing. <laughs> it was like, mm. it was like, this feels like it's not quite there. It's like, it's, it's, you know. So, do you feel like it would have been a better movie with someone else instead of Paul Rudd? I, I think maybe just someone that would like rein him in and make him like challenge him a little bit more. Like, I feel like it was just like crafted a little bit too much around him. I feel like maybe when Edgar Wright left, it was like they brought in a director, you know, not of any particular note. I mean, guys made movies, and like, like they let him and they let, um, because. Uh, Adam McKay is yeah. credited as like part of partial scriptwriter on this. I feel like they just kind of surrounded him with the people that like he does shit all the time, and it's like he came in with like this is forty mentality, of, like just fucking cruise control this movie, mm-hmm. you know. And you know, I, I, it, I guess it's just like I, it hurts to think about like what this movie could have been because I feel like there were there were ingredients of this that could have been better than what it ended up being. Um, his little side posse were kind of interesting, even despite including. Uh, Ti, oh, you know, like kind of him being in the movie. I was like, God damn it, you know, like I mean, just seeing him like come up in the credits. I was like, fuck, you know. <laughs> I, mean, just, I mean, sorry, I just did. I have that reaction, and um, but like Michael Pena is like pretty good. Um, he's like kind of like the primary, I don't know, not sidekick per se, but kind of like he just has like a little side crew of things. Yeah, but like, and the other thing is like it's. This sounds like it should be awesome. Like, I think if Edgar Wright had stuck with us and made this movie, this movie would be fucking amazing because it's a low, Edgar it's Wright. a low key. No, not again. God damn it. You know what I mean? It's a, I mean, it, in the, the sense of low key Marvel movie <laughs> and it's a fucking heist movie. That's mm. the entire understated. You need to start saying understated. understated. It's an understated Marvel movie and, and it's a heist movie. I mean, that, mm. that ingredient sounds awesome. Yeah. Um, because they plan not one but two heists. You know, there's like a there's a yeah. there's a simple one in the beginning that's like just kind of like hey heist time, and then it's like it's really kind of like a trial run for the thing that's gonna like happen later, which the whole plot of the movie is set up a fucking heist. Y- yeah, yep. that sounds awesome. Um, and like I said, I liked it. There's a lot to like in this. I just couldn't help but think that it could have been better. Hmm. Okay, they get given some slightly different um, you know, ingredients. Not necessarily just on the acting side. Like I think, I mean that that's the other weird thing is it felt like it felt like Michael Douglas and Evangeline Lilly were like we're in like this is our shot we're making a fucking Marvel movie let's go like this is 
yeah, we've seen the other ones. People are committed that are right. in, in these things. And Paul Rudd just felt like, yeah, I'm in the Marvel movie. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm awesome, Mark, right? Yeah. Yeah. So just I was like, dude, you know, just try <laughs> like a little, <laughs> a little harder. Just I, I like I said, I just I felt I felt like maybe he just got a little bit too into much of a comfort zone with bringing in his own writing people to surround himself with. Um, as far as like as, if you're concerned about where this ties into the Marvel universe, it definitely does. And you know, between stuff that happens in the movie and like the credits stuff, mm-hmm. there's two credits teasers. Um, it definitely fits in the Marvel universe and is going to go, I think I would think, I would think a sequel is going to be better. I mean, I think just let practically anyone else direct it. That might yeah. come in with a little bit more to give to this, you know, like, I mean, I, I, I think so many movies that, that like switch director midway almost always feel not quite fully baked. If you ask me, mm-hmm. um, and I don't know how much, I, I mean, I think Edgar Wright was pretty much around for all the pre-production stuff. I don't think he shot a frame of it. So it's not like yeah. one of those movies, but I just feel like, when you're working off of someone else's concepts, movies yeah. always feel a little half baked. Well, it seemed for a period of time there too that it uh, it had so many different hands touching it because, like, mm-hmm. for the longest time it was this is Edgar Wright's movie, and then he left, and then it like it seemed to bounce around to a lot of different people. Like right. they offered it to people who were like, "I'll take a look at it," and I know they, they I know they had offered it to Adam McKay to direct, and he said, "Well, I can maybe take a pass at the script, but I've got other things going on." Right. So it, 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 I don't think it should have been that at all. I mean, that's, I mean, Jokey's fine, but like, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy is like heart with jokes. Right. This was like, felt like they were going like jokes with heart. Yeah. You well, know? I mean, I'm just saying well, like, with Guardians, it felt like it was James Gunn's baby throughout. Exactly. That's, yeah. that's what I'm saying is like this movie touched so many creative hands that it never, it probably never felt like any one person's like vision of this is what Ant-Man is. Right. Mm-hmm. And, I think this movie out of all of them really needs a singular vision because it's such a hard concept to sell on people because a lot of people just can't get past the Ant-Man. That's dumb. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. it's not like the other things that are either established in, in the public's mind anyway or make sense. You know, oh, he's green and he's big and he smashes things. That's OK. I, that's a superhero. But you say, you know, oh, he shrinks down to the size of an ant. Well, that really sounds dumb. I don't want to see that. It needs that kind of like, oh, man, I believe in Ant-Man and I need to really make this my thing. And it didn't get that. So I think that's why a lot of people are tonally like sure. this movie's a little all over. the. Oh, place. no, I mean, a lot of people like really dislike this movie. and I don't see that at all. I mean, it's it's serviceable, especially in the string. I mean, the, I mean, so many people. I mean, it's everybody's reaction now. of like I, I didn't love it or whatever. So it's the worst thing ever. Like sure. people immediately coming out. It's the worst, worst Marvel movie ever. And I'm like, OK, number one. There's Thor two and number two. <laughs> there's like Angley's Hulk. There's uh, Spider Man three. I mean, mm-hmm. where do you draw the line? There's Elektra. I mean, yeah. There's Fantastic Four movies. Yeah, yeah. it just seems weird because uh, Peyton Reed, like early on in his career, did some fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Like Down with Love is a lot of fun, mm-hmm. and so is Bring It On. But okay. you know, it just it's he hadn't done much in the past. <laughs> like between then. It, and now, yeah, I mean, they, like it said, seems I, like it, when I heard it was him, I was like, "That's weird." That, that is weird. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I don't think he. he it's it. Marvel has been having a, a a tendency to hire people with a like a style, and that's the thing. He doesn't have a style that I can spot. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. there's nothing signature about him. There, there was like, there's one thing. I'm like, oh, please tell me that was an Edgar Wright invention because that's clever as hell. But I don't know, you know. And yeah. then they then they do it again. I'm like, okay, you made it less clever by recycling it later <laughs> in the movie, but like. I, I don't know. 
Yeah. I don't know. Like I said, I liked it. I mean, I would definitely recommend watching it. It's just, I, I don't know. I, I, I guess I said all that now I internet hate it because like I liked it, but I just, I don't think I loved it. Like I feel like a lot of people are, are rushing to become the Ant-Man defense force and I'm not among them. I just like, that was pretty good. Yeah. I, most of what I saw was that was better than I was expecting it to be. Yeah. It, yeah. it kind of fell into that. Yeah. I saw a lot of that. I, I guess I don't, I, my expectations weren't as low as Terminator because I was like, well, it's a Marvel movie. How fucked up can it be? I mean, even Thor two is not, bad it's just fucking boring yeah you know and it's and it's that syndrome of why doesn't he call the fucking avengers you know like this yeah. is you know <laughs> we said it before it's mm-hmm. this is the end of the universe scenario and you're not calling your friends yeah <laughs> right yeah. they might want to help yeah nah big deal going on here nah okay anyway i just man thor 2 is just, uh, just boring. thor 2's biggest crime is that it's forgettable yes like yeah. it's just like what happened and i don't know they we're on a green planet for a while, and then yeah. they're on a purple but, one. But, hey, <laughs> people have strong opinions about Marvel movies, so whatever. I, I mean, know. Yeah. People hate the first Thor. People hate whatever one they decide to pick that they hate it, you yeah. know? So, whatever. Yeah. People mm-hmm. hate Iron Man 2. Hate it. Well, Flat out hate it. Iron Man 2 is by far the one of the weaker ones, actually. I mean, story-wise, especially. Weaker, maybe, but hate it. Like, oh, this okay. is fucking garbage. And, come on. There's a lot of fun stuff in Iron Man 2. There, there is. is. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So anybody see anything else? No. Nope. Cool. It's been, it's been one a week. <laughs> Broken plans, man. Broken plans. That's been the whole week. So, Do you have a voicemail if you want to play it? Yeah. I was going to go see a movie tonight, but we were podcasting instead. So. Really? Oh. What were you going to see? I don't know. I um, I was considering seeing uh, Trainwreck, the Amy Schumer yeah. joint. My wife and I were supposed to go see it, and then, yeah, so we got a voicemail. <laughs> yes. Let's do that. Fuck. Anyway, hey, guys. It's Scott and Alice. I'm here with Josh in Dallas and James in Dallas at the first ever BandCon 2015. Hooray! Oh, Yeah! Doing it! Wait, no. Yeah, we agreed. We'd keep hold of that until like Jens gets here. <laughs> anyway, we just wanted to call and I hope you can actually hear us through the speakerphone. I'm holding it. In between us, but we're big guys, so there's a lot of room. I'm loud. It's cool. Yeah, okay. I'm here, so. That's all you're going to say? we got a lot of movies you guys are going to appreciate, and we'll let you know how it goes if we remember things tomorrow. Oh, yeah, there's this one movie called Pacific Rim. I think you should check it out. What a piece of shit. Why would you recommend that one? Man, fuck that movie. I got tracks. <laughs> I got hamburger, the motion picture here. We got a whole bunch of shit. But you have hot chili, the motion picture. No. said basically because of us that's why they ended up hanging out together yeah we should probably like 
try to explain that scenario a little bit better? Please, uh, yeah. I believe they were all it's... there for a convention of some sort. Yeah, right? correct. Yeah, was it a was it a geeky convention or just like a I believe so work so, convention? Yeah. No, okay. no, no. I think it was like a. I, 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 they were using an acronym and I didn't bother to look it up. So SGC, was, SGC, oh. yeah. SGC, something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's in uh, Dallas. I'll, I'll Google it. I think I follow this thing on Twitter. But yeah, like but it, a, it was Scott from Dallas, Josh from Corpus Christi, and Jay from California. That was Jay doing going all the way to Texas because for this convention. Go to this convention. Check it out. And how come they didn't invite us to come? The, to the convention? greatest party in all of gaming is back in okay. 2015. Is this like DVD? Does it not stand for anything? Because I'm not. I mean, um, I've, I'm like digital literally, video. Disc. I literally Southern on the, Game Con. I, I clicked on the uh, the frequently asked questions. Super Game Con. And it doesn't even say what it means. Super stupendous <laughs> Game Con. I think it's Sup, like, Game I'm going to go with DVD. It means nothing. What is point. SGC? Scandalous Game Con. <laughs> Digital versus Scuttlebutt disc. Game Con. Why is it always got to be Game Con? It could be different things. <laughs> no, it's a game convention. It could be, it like could be a geek. It is a gaming convention. convention. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Southern Gaming Con. Supreme Game Convention. Southwest? No, no then I mean, it would be SWGC. SWGC. Yeah. Well, Southwest is one word. That is really weird that they don't actually mention Yeah, what it stands for. It's not it important. It stands for Sacrilegious Game Con. <laughs> Stanky uh. Game Con. Yeah. Well, that's that's pretty much a given, yeah. Slurpy Game Con. Any con in, in Texas Cold this time game of year is going to be stinky. Oh, I'd go to the Stone Cold yeah, game I would, con. too. <laughs> but anyway, they were there, and um, yeah, that, that's why we, yeah, they were all met up together. But they decided to make a point to get together and meet yeah. up together, yeah, I guess because of us. Good thinking. Yeah. Well, that's how they Sorry. basically got to be friends. Oh, yeah. okay. Bonding over our <laughs> stupid shit. I like that there are together. people other places in the country You're meeting welcome, up. and I'm sorry? No. <laughs> yeah. oh, okay, that's <laughs> the thing Jim Sterling was at. Okay. Huh? What? Yeah. You people are all meeting up together without us. <laughs> I am disappointed. <laughs> it's just weird that there's <laughs> gatherings of fans without us. <laughs> that's fair. I mean, it's cool. Don't get me wrong. It's yeah. It's like, you know, and fan me, I'm always just like <laughs> without our participation. Well, anyway. and I'm always just like, wait, that person knows the uh, that other person on Twitter? Yeah. Like, that's usually my reaction is, mm -hmm. huh, they're tweeting at each other. That's weird. Yeah. That happens a lot. Yeah. yeah there A lot of the people. <sighs> the yeah. weird mixing of people's it's, like, oh, that guy. Okay. Yeah, you guys. All know of these people are talking to each other yeah. now, which is great. Sure. I love it. Like, if if that is our legacy, if everybody forgets. Forgets the bad movie thing, but remembers the friendships that we created. Yes. Then, then that will the be best. Um, that'll be the last thing I think of before I die. <laughs> I would think of sex. Oh. I die. I'd want yeah. a good memory. I'd think about Mackie having sex. And so would I. <laughs> I, I, I now I this is what it. I'm going to think of. Think of that. Yeah, yep. we just cursed your death. Yeah. We just trolled your death wish. <laughs> I'm going to make sure to write it down so that you guys feel bad yeah. about it. Do you have any last requests? The memory of Mackie having sex. <laughs> the memory of us talking about Mackie having sex. Well, at least you'll laugh. You'll laugh right before yeah. you castle. In the, <laughs> in the castle of... Uh... Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So did they... I mean, it sounds like they hung out and watched movies together. Apparently, yeah. Okay. I, I, I believe they said The Last Dragon. Boy, no. Yes. And then, um, what was it? What was the other one? So, Pool Boy, yeah. Oh, yeah, Pool Boy. Drowning Out the Fury. Mm -hmm. um, That's I, by the FDR American Badass. Yeah, guy, and I was right? going to say, I, I prefer FDR American Badass, personally. Um, I mean, <laughs> just saying. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love the Sorbo. 
you know, he's so very <laughs> Sorbo. But mm-hmm. I mean, Barry Boswick just fucking going for it as FDR is just—I mean, that's that's tough to beat in my mind. Yeah. When Barry Boswick gets his head out of his ass and is like, "I'm going to be fucking Barry Boswick," it is awesome. <laughs> yeah, right. Barry Boswick. No, I'm just saying. Get your head yeah. out of your ass. I mean, you know, his whole like anti—you know, like oh fuck, you know. Rocky Horror and Megaforce and all you know his like when I was like when he, his latter day Barry Boswick guy I'm an auteur look at me I'm in news radio and shit or whatever the fuck it was or Spin City Spin City <laughs> I don't give a fuck all those things are the same I think he but, was just yeah. working yeah what I'm saying like he was like you know poo pooing all his, his prior work and oh things. was he yeah oh, oh fuck okay. yeah all that's right. why the whole like you know asshole asshole during Rocky oh, right, Horror right, thing right. yeah okay yeah but yeah I mean when he finally dropped that facade and was like you know what very fucking Boswick I'm gonna go for it again yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, we also received a real mail care package from Kurt the Rock from Bangkok. Mm-hmm. We did a whole bunch of fun stuff. Check out the live stream for this episode. Yes, we don't normally pimp like go back and check out the live stream for it, but well, at least we're like, we wearing again. the shirts the he intro- sent us. We only explain- have to, before we actually start the proper thing. You'll get we'll talk about all about the swag, yeah, or stuff we all got. Yep, mm-hmm. uh, you didn't get any, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, thank you, Kurt. Why, <laughs> Kurt? You continue to be freaking awesome yes so, thank you yes. I, was, I was correcting the acronym because you know mm-hmm. but yes thank you kurt and now we will drink some cat poop coffee damn right we will yeah i'm excited i like poop <laughs> not really that's gonna be the last thing i think about before i die. yes <laughs> suck on that bj pooping <laughs> who doesn't like a good poop uh, anal retentive people ah because they try to retain it yes <laughs> it's this isn't a very long episode but we've been here too long uh-huh. yeah <laughs> something been, happened we've been on earth too long been, something happened it's to been us. fashion show all night with the yeah, shirts it's and the, the shirts they've made us yeah, zany it's, it's bmf fashion week mm. we're wearing summer fall or summer fall yep. 2015 right now yes mm-hmm. anyhow <laughs> no, yes contact <laughs> information time for contact I information think it is. I think okay it is. as well it's all a short right. second half BMF at BMFCast.com is the email address. Go to BMFCast.com and look on the right-hand side. There are a bunch of buttons that will take you to all of our social spaces and places. Um, and then give us a call on the Garfield phone, 9105-JOCKS-BMF or 9105-56-9263. Um, leave a message uh, drunk from a hotel room, if you wish, while uh, visiting with other BMFCast fans. Um, Especially. Yeah. Or while driving. You know, whatever, you know, whatever you feel like. Go pick up some BMFCast fans and then... Yeah. <laughs> right. And then Go find some. And... Hunt some down. Yeah. No. No, no, no. 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 I, I mean, in the <laughs> in the jovial way. Oh, oh. okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> Hi there, random fan. I'm hunting you down. Yeah. <laughs> Don't, like, stalk through the woods and, you know, look through their blinds at night with binoculars, but, you know... No. no. We yeah. can unequivocally say find Don't them. do that. Do not do that. No. All right. Well, on that weird note, let's let's wrap up, shall we? Let's. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And this is Banffcast out. <laughs> <laughs>